things happen in this movie that are very nonsensical and ridiculous. But there was a lot of cocaine in the 80s. Um, I'm getting nervous again. Here's that you have gonorrhea syphilates. My balls hurt. Literally, I'm not joking either. They throb. I'm Eugene Weaver. Put your headphones in, because Daddy says naughty words and things. Would you settle for a PG-13 rated relationship? I have no problem doing that. I have no pride. That's funny. As soon as I hit record, like the second I hit record... You froze up and... (laughs) Good. (laughs) Like, it was fine right up until I hit record, and then it's like, oh, you're recording. Wait a minute, let me fuck things up. Yeah, yep. Uh, That sounds about right. mm -hmm. Oh, good morning! (laughs) Oh, it's not morning. I literally just woke up. Oh, good. So you should be good and peppy. <laughs> um, kind of groggy. <laughs> Great. Uh, I think I pulled one of my dick muscles or something at karate last night, and I've been hobbling around like an old man, and then I'm like, oh, I've got to take a Tylenol and lay down for a little bit, and that was at 1, and all of a sudden it's 2.30. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm chipper. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear any of that. Oh, I forgot great. to let me let me plug in my laptop here. Uh, Hopefully that'll improve the connection. Forgot to do that, of course. But yeah, I, ouch! Creak, creaky old body doesn't doesn't like to do high kicks like I like I used to. So, yep. <laughs> So you pulled your wiener. <laughs> Just another day another in Another day in the life of a movie freak. <laughs> Just uh, pulled muscle. But yeah, it, it didn't, it didn't, uh, like, no, I, di- I didn't know anything happened until like the middle of the night I woke up. I'm like, oh, wh- why is my tiny dick area all numb? I don't like that. And hours and hours of trying to find a good position later, I'm like, well, pulled my dick muscle, I guess. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I know how that feels. I actually do. It sucks. Oh, it sucks. And I was going to go to cry tonight. Uh, so it's like, well, do I soldier on or do I just take the night off? And I'll probably take the night off because I can. I'm, it's, it's going to be rough goings if I go. Yeah. So. You can't just practice punches tonight or something? Oh, I mean, I I feel like an idiot if I go there and I'm like, Sorry, I can't kick. My pee-pee hurts. (laughs) You know, I I can't. I I can't. It just seems like an excuse. Like, you know, go easy on me. I'm old. I'm old. And uh, it's like, oh, now we got to go easy on the white belt. Because he's... No... No. So, so instead I'll just, you know, just not go at all and sit it out like a loser, I guess. I <laughs> really, really, really wanting to go tonight, though, because I 
I was kind of getting getting good at my power form, which I guess my power form is the reason why I have a pulled pee pee muscle. <laughs> See it all. It all. Yeah, your power form was so good that yeah. your pecker couldn't handle it. Yeah, it's like slow down there, old timer. <laughs> But you're like, fuck that, cool my tape, cool my tape. Yeah, and it's like, oh, and now it's, yeah, it's spent. <laughs> and so, thank God it's not like a sharp pain, like I, like sharp, I would assume would be more hernia. Then I'd be in, then I'd be in trouble. Instead, it's just this dull, throbbing, just blue balls type, ugh. <laughs> Ah, uh, that sounds just delightful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, will, you I actually... please, will you please notice my new shirt, please? Oh. <laughs> Bloodsport, it's awesome. Yep, and I got Top Gun. <laughs> ow! <laughs> oh, ouch, I can't laugh. Oh, that hurt. Oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Oh, because I was like, I kind of went back, and then my my dick was like, ah, I'm sore. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was, I, uh, mm. I was at a Goodwill, and I found these. Have you seen these? Oh, yes, I saw a Back to the Future one. Did it look like this? <laughs> That's the one. Yep. I saw that at Target, I think. They were... Yeah, they're Target exclusives, but they dumped a whole bunch of them out of Goodwill, still sealed in the package for three bucks piece. Ah, of just Bloodsport, or there was a ton of Bloodsport. There was a handful of Back to the Future. There was one Gremlins. There was two RoboCops and a, <sighs> a bunch of Rockies. Uh, but I only got these two because these were the only ones that were not like smalls oh. or mediums. Or you know, they, none of the others would have fit me. Yeah, even this Back to the Future was a large, and even that's pushing it for my chubby dad bod uh but i bought it anyway because i was like well the wife can wear it or yeah i don't care somebody needs to wear this shirt it's awesome so it's just a shirt there's no yeah it's just a shirt but i appreciate the vhs packaging that is cool in fact you know i re- i remember seeing uh the back to the future one and i only saw one and it was probably just someone had was gonna buy it and then they put it somewhere random and that's where i stumbled upon it at uh upon that sounds dumb but I was really. traipsing through the forest, and all of a sudden, an elf <laughs> came up to me and, would thou like to buy this Back to the Future shirt with your shillings? But then he kicked you right in the yeah, He kicked me right in the balls and ran off, and then I woke up from my nap. <laughs> you had to tell your karate instructor that I couldn't come tonight because a fairy kicked me in the yeah, balls. and literally, I can't come. Uh, <laughs> It's far too early in the show for this yeah, riffraff. Yeah. Well, I thought about buying uh, one of the Bloodsport ones for you. I, I was going to say, I, that would have been nice. Because Yeah, but the problem is you'd fucking wear it every time that we were on the show. <laughs> they change again. All of a sudden, Van Damme jumping in the air. is just. <laughs> no, actually, I was in a huge hurry. I didn't even think about it because I was rummaging through piles of them trying to get my, the, the one in New Philly. Goodwill in New Philly has scads of them. Cool. So. Get get yourself to New Philly, I guess, ah, if you want that some. That is cool. But, <laughs> so you were like, come on, recognize this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I mean, that's... Oh, Van Damage, doing his Van Damage-y best. That's awesome. That's right. For three bucks, I was yeah. like, oh, 
Oh, yes. Yeah, that's cool. Call me. Oh, it kind of makes me want to watch the movie. No, I won't, but... <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Oh, I got that all those TV box oh, set yeah, things. Oh, yeah, yes. TV freaks, yeah. starring Eugene. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah. always gives me crap about TV. Oh, I mean, just for the next couple of weeks at least, that's probably all I'm going to be talking about is <laughs> shitty uh, stuff that looks like it's shot on VHS. <laughs> So you need to watch, like, Code Red, Vinegar, Scorpion, Arrow stuff and report back. I mean, Code Red, Arrow, Vinegar, stuff and report back to me. Uh-huh. Just another... Why? Uh-huh. Why? Why did this happen just in the last month that Skype got so bad? My kids are... Well, we need to get on with our bitching so we can get talking about more movies, but yeah. uh, my kids are just miserably sick. Well, the one especially. Oh, just sick as shit. That's another reason I didn't get you a shirt. It was like, the kids are sick as crap. I have no idea when I'll see you again. Flu sick or cold sick or... Corbin's got a pretty full-on flu. Oh. I mean, he's fevered and you can tell when he's sick because he is a sweetheart. Just an absolute, calm, relaxed sweetheart. A little while ago, he came in and was like, Daddy? He's like, yeah. He's like, I threw up. And he was oh. all happy. He was like, in the toilet. But first I didn't throw up. Oh, I did throw up, but then I swallowed it. <laughs> oh. Hmm. And then I threw up in the toilet, Daddy. He was like, I, I high five, I guess. <laughs> and you, you didn't make a mess. And he was very happy with himself. And then he went and laid down again. I was like, all righty. And Holden's a little fevered, but he's not too, too bad. The rest of us are just kind of miserable. But are you having any symptoms? Uh, pretty sleepless nights because, mm. you know, they, they need help every couple hours. Uh, but other than that, I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> Just tired from running after work and stuff. Actually, I'm going to have to stay home from work tomorrow because there's no way he's going to be better. And wife's got to work and whatever. Oh, damn. And uh, I assume that she's around now watching him. Who? Is your wife, or like, is she taking care of him right now? Or are they just, you know... Uh, no, she's at... My wife's working today. Oh, so we're, kids are, what, sleeping? They're just on the couch chilling out. Okay. That is one nice thing when when they're sick, they're a lot more docile, so, you know, kids just kind of, yeah, chill on the couch. Yep. Oh, yeah. You don't have too much of that problem with Holden, but Corbin is usually a maniac, and now, that's what I'm saying. That's how you know he's sick, when he's just like, oh, I just want to lay down. Hi, you know, what are you doing? He's just real mellow and chill and happy. It's like, okay, but you can see in his eyes, he's miserable. Ah. <laughs> so anyway, that's at least the, the medic, the medicine's working on the fever. You know, sometimes that's what, when I start getting panicky is when you're given a medicine and it's not doing too much on that fever or, uh, I, I don't like that. Yeah. Of course not. Who would? What's to like, uh, yeah. Oh, hey, happy birthday, Jake Lloyd. Just a quick quick shout-out for Jake Lloyd. It's his birthday today. Thought that, you know, I'm going to get that out of the way. Uh-huh. So, good. And good. and Fred Williamson, he's awesome. I just wanted to... Mm-hmm. And Scott Mosier. Um, he's... That's birthday today. And... Matt Lucas. Yeah, I saw that, Matt oh, Lucas. Oh, Jolene, Jolene Blaylock. Who's that? Oh, shame on you. Shame. Deep shame on you. 
Uh, she looks like quickly look up which which Star Trek show. Oh, she was oh, to Paul <laughs> Enterprise. Oh, it's to Paul, yeah. right? Yeah, right. I mean, I'm I'm literally literally asking. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't. Yeah, it is to Paul. Oh man, that's whew. she was a reason to watch that show. Ah, um, uh, yeah, Matt Lucas. That name sounds familiar. Her and her and uh, number nine. I think the name yeah. is something nine. Nine six of nine. Yeah. something of nine. Yep. Dean Stockwell. That name sounds. He's hoping the next jump will be the jump where we actually talked about movies. <laughs> <laughs> but will we? Mm. <laughs> Let's ask. Happy birthday, Asif Manvi. I'm a butch. I, I like him too. I feel like a he he's on uh, the is it the Daily Show? I don't know who you mean. Paul Blackthorne though. I like him. He's on Arrow. Okay. Um, oh, I want you to. Oh, I want you to know oh, who oh, this guy is. I recognize is. that guy. Yeah. What's he on? Asif Manvi. Mon, Manvi. Manvi. Yeah, he's on the uh, the. Ah, John Stewart, uh, that thing. Yeah, we're, we're, oh, you'd think that John? we don't prepare for this show at all, and we don't! No, we don't. Well, you know. You get what you pay for. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. I yeah. recognize him, but I don't know what thing you're talking about. He's a commentary guy on uh, the, uh, the comedy the show. The Daily Show? The Daily Show, yeah, I think. Christ, let's move on. Move. Scott Mosier! That guy's That's the winning birthday for the day. I like, that's, that's. Scott Mosier, happy birthday, buddy. Oh, okay, that's Clerk's guy. Pendulette. Okay, are you ready to move on to the roulette? Um, Yeah, I want to get the last one in here real quick, uh, but I'm not seeing anything that I... So I'll just throw out a happy birthday. Uh, Paul, There's another 1,200 names to go through. Yeah, Paul Sand, happy birthday to you. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure you've done some great things. Oh, Chuck and Buck, <laughs> which <laughs> could be the name of our show. Oh, in Erie, Indiana. Oh, we got to move on. This is... <laughs> I've tried like three times, and you keep saying happy birthdays. <laughs> Let's go to the roulette. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. Okay, on this episode of the roulette, it is the Breaker Uppers up against Studio 54, and I'm up first. Breaker Uppers from 2018 and New Zealand. For the right price, BFFs Jen and Mel will ruthlessly end any ro- romance... Uh, but when one grows a conscience, it threatens to derail their relationship. And you got really lucky, is all I can say, because this is basically a romantic comedy, and this was a pretty funny movie, and you should watch it. Oh, nice. You would totally enjoy this movie. Yep. Uh, I, I, I want to be careful here. I don't want to get too carried away by comparing it to this movie, but it definitely lives in that sort of world or universe, and that would be... Observe and report. Ooh. With the New Zealand the New Zealand accent, which I adore. It just yeah. automatically makes everything more pleasant and enjoyable. I don't know why, but it does for me. A dumb American. I love the tenor of that accent. Uh it I mean the story wise, it gets a little ridiculous, but so does Observe and Report. I who cares? You know? At one point they're pretending to be cops and they go tell knock on the door and tell the person that their significant other is dead. And it's like, well, that's going to come back to bite you in the ass. And it does, of course, because you can't, like... 
I know you can't legally do that, but I'm saying that creates a whole other slew of problems. If you're just going to be a breaking up service, they're, 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 at one point they also just dress up like cowgirls, go knock on a guy's door, sing a little song about how the girl doesn't want to be with him anymore, and then they go, they leave. That's it. Um, just do that. But they, you know, they gotta make a movie and do crazy, wacky things, and sure enough, it gets some crazy and uh, trouble and what have you. And in the end, it's still uh. I enjoyed it. It was funny. And I think that you would like it, too. I'm trying to see what else they're comparing it to. Uh, do you ever look at that on IMDb yeah, or it's more like more like this? I've, I never really have. Let's see here. Paddleton, Isn't It Romantic, Yucatan, Anchor and Hope, Eagle vs. Shark is the only one I've heard of on nah, this Yeah, I've heard of that one. I have not even seen any of those other movies. I'm, I'm assuming this is like R-rated, a little bit, you know, raunchy or... Yeah, it, but it's not, I don't remember it being over-the-top raunchy, but it definitely had its R-ratedness. Hmm. Oh, what was that? Oh, you said, <laughs> I just grunted an agreement with you. Like, hmm. <laughs> but I'm sure Skype was like, mm. No, <laughs> no, all I heard was, no. <laughs> Oh, I mean, man. just bad to worse. I'm trying to look at the uh, 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 parents guide. Let me see here. Do you ever go look at the parents guide on IMDb? I do that quite a bit. I think it's pretty funny. At least one graphic sex scene, genitals are covered, but it's extremely obvious what is happening. Frequent oh yes, I, I do that too. Actually, my wife does that too because she like if whenever we are discussing PG rated movies, some PG rated movies are different than other PG rated movies, so. <laughs> <laughs> you look disappointed. <laughs> oh, I, I love it when you start answering a question I asked 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I'm in the middle of talking, and all, all of a sudden, oh, yes, yes, we do. Like, what? Okay, guess that's what uh, we're doing now. Just, uh, half, a gla- half a glass of Skype and a half a glass of Eugene all <laughs> mixed together. <laughs> hey, it's too early for uh, episode titles. Just wait a little bit. Uh, profanity, moderate, frequent use of F and S words, at least one explicit drug scene. <laughs> oh yes, multiple people have seen snorting what they believe to be cocaine, and then find out later it's not, which was very funny. Yeah, it's a good movie. You would like this. It was up, and, and it's quick too. I think it's only like hour twenty. So, uh, uh, ninety minutes. Okay, there you go. Uh, the upper, the breaker uppers. I give it a thumbs up, and you got lucky on that one. Whew. Don't start throwing me more romantic comedies, you bastard. Okay, uh, Studio Fifty Four. Okay, Studio Fifty Four. As I suspected, was going to be great, and it's great. It's a documentary about a notorious nightclub in the oh, like late seventies in New York City that pretty much redefined what nightclubs are. Uh, co-owners Stephen Rubel and Ian Schrager, uh, they came up with this. They basically bought this playhouse type building and then turned it into this a club, but the club is. It's more or less like a living playhouse. Like it, it felt different than normal nightclubs, how they designed it. And it's incredible what they did. I'm like, Oh man, would I have loved to go to this place even for one night? <clears throat> this is where like everybody that knows everybody, like if you're the elite, this is where you go to party. Uh, they didn't oh, have a... so you think you're elite, huh? I see oh, I wish. Oh, I, I wish. <laughs> I could hang around the likes of Farrah Fawcett and Liza Minnelli and 
who else here? Um, Eugene, why don't you come with us to the VIP area? Oh, oh, I can't. Uh, uh, and all of a sudden pulled dick muscle. Yep, pulled groin, can't yep. make it up the steps. Yep. Uh, they, what was interesting is they didn't have a liquor license, and so they just started to, quote-unquote, cater this thing for a little while. And I mean, they were blowing money like nobody's business, but they were also making a shit ton of money. And uh, then it just this came crashing down very, very fast, just with you know the typical drugs and tax evasion, and, and it it's such a crazy story. Um, it was incredible. Like I thoroughly fascinating how this the the meteoric rise of this place, and then the huge fall like very quickly. Stephen Rebell, he passed away in eighty nine. Uh but uh the other guy, uh Ian uh Schrager, he I he's still alive and he's I guess like one of the top boutique uh hotel designers of the in the world. Uh, so he designs these boutique, like, huge, gorgeous hotels. Like, still now? Today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredible what this guy does. But uh, I guarantee you would like this documentary. This was really good. There's so many people that, like, they they found tons of, like, you know, old pictures and just little clips of you know, people talking about the club. But, I mean, it's fairly obvious early on that... This can't sustain itself just because of the sheer debauchery going on there. Uh, what I, another reason I really appreciate what they were trying to do is like gay people could feel, could feel safe there. Trans people, like, like this, it was an inclusive place. And that was another reason why it, it came crashing down is once they went, once these two guys went to jail for tax evasion, once they were released, like, Yay, let's start it back up again. Uh, but they couldn't, so it had to be sold. And so they, it was, it was, they tried another one. Uh, but by then, uh, Disco, I guess, was dead. And, um, I, I, I'm sorry, I need to back up here. You were saying that the inclusivity is why you liked that so much, but then you immediately turned to the, and said that's kind of the reason it can't, fell down? Because well yes it got too big too quick so like they welcomed okay. everybody that I mean they, obviously the place got so full it filled okay. the capacity I I got you I'm I'm I read I heard that a different way in my head you yeah. know like yeah. wait what <laughs> yeah so and, and I guess there was like a lot of people upset that that they couldn't get into this club and so it just it was a downfall waiting to happen very quickly with how fast it became this huge thing that people couldn't get into. And then um, I forget how oh, how did it go that someone someone said well there's there's drugs there and I mean basically the, people were trying to get this these guys in trouble uh, and they they were cocky back then and it it the, their lawyer was a mob lawyer and it, it's it's incredible like it's how things went down and then when they got out of prison how it was like well the disco era is over and here comes the 80s music. And so it very, very, very good. I sometime you should check it out. It's um Yeah, it Did was you definitely ever watch not... that documentary that I watched uh, about dirty cops in that era, the the seven five? No, huh. You need to get around to that. Is that on Netflix? 
Yep, I had it on the roulette. Oh, it was okay. awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, my, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So this takes place. Uh, is it from seventies to the beginning of the eighties, or is it late sixties? Does it go back that far? No, no, no. This is uh, late seventies to like early eighties, or like I think seventy seven. Um, so it was only a couple years. Oh yeah, this place did not last long at all. Like I want to say a couple months. Oh jeez. Um, but then their their story, the story arc is, you know, it starts and or how of course of course, you know, IMDB which is basically Movie Freak's god, doesn't have more information for me. <laughs> Feed me this stuff. I don't want to look it up. Um three Oh, it's okay. It says here but overall there's not that much 3 years of debauchery then jail time. All right. Well, okay. <clears throat> there you go. So three years. I thought it was even less than that, but um, man, that was good. They uh, there was even one story with uh, Ian talking about how when he was in jail, uh, he very quickly butted up to a murderer that I, murdered a guy with a hammer or something, and he butted up to him very quickly uh, and was paying his uh, wife outside of prison, like give, sending money her way so that he would protect him so that he could get through his stint in jail because Mm -hmm. uh, these guys were not, you know, they weren't big, tough dudes. They were, you know, guys that ran a nightclub. Anyway, very good. I, uh, that was enjoyable. I, and I was like, I was rooting for him too. I even threw their shady, you know, things they were doing. I'm like, this just looks like so much fun. And the whole, point of this club was so cool and and but yep wasn't to be and then, and then you know they do bring up a little bit of conservatism and that's you know just that it just it wasn't a well-liked place right did you ever watch the uh movie i have not no it gets awful awful reviews um, yeah, but it doesn't, doesn't like Salma Hayek in that yeah Salma Hayek Ryan Philippe Mike Myers I might have to check that one out, too. There is another reason why they just simply... It it was not destined to start back up is that was when AIDS was starting to take hold and places like that just... It was a scary time, so... Right. um, Yep, good stuff. It was maybe a smidge too long, but uh, that's that's about my only gripe. It was fantastic. As we've talked about before in the show, there was that certain time in New York from the mid-70s mm-hmm. to the, once you get to the 80s, shit all goes downhill. Yeah. It does. I, I, I was actually wondering if they were going to talk a little bit about that, about like the theaters there, but they, it was pretty much, they they strictly focused on the nightlife scene, like this club, and uh, they didn't hit on any like movie theater stuff, but man, to be, I would have loved to be like 21 years old in New York City for like one weekend in, you know, 1978. And then I'd come up, come back with every single disease known to man. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've checked your sore groin, but it's, it's it appears <laughs> that you have gonorrhea syphilates. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're like, I didn't even go to Studio 54. I just went, <laughs> I just walked down the street. Second street and watched a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but the the little elf that kicked you in the balls, his shoes were, yeah. He was laced. He just came out of the bathroom of Studio 54. Yeah. 
Oh, and there for a little bit, I'm like, man, this is so interesting. I wonder if my wife would like this. And then, then came the pictures that they would find. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, we're good. This debauchery. <laughs> uh, okay, you ready for the next round? Yes. Coming your way. First up is Exposed. A young teacher has a brush with the supernatural at a subway station where a police officer is found murdered the following day. Starring Keanu Reeves, Ana de Armas. Do you know who that is? Name you sounds should. familiar. Mira Servino. Ana de Armas is mm, the most beautiful woman working in Hollywood right now, in my opinion. She mm. is the, uh, she was the, uh, Blade Runner 20, or, what? Yes. Yeah. The sequel. Yep. That hologram image. Yeah. She's also, I think she's a pop singer or something, like in Spain or something like that. Anyway, she's gorgeous. Uh, and uh, I, from what I've seen, a very good actress, too. I'm not trying to just objectify her. Saving Mr. Banks. Uh, when Walt Disney sets his sights on obtaining the rights to the children's classic, Mary Poppins, the book's author proves a tough nut to crack. Emma Thompson, Tom Hanks, Paul Giamatti, Jason Schwartzman. Directed by John Lee Hancock, who he did the... Uh, founder, McDonald's th- mm. movie. It's 126 minutes, but this was like up for Oscars and stuff. I have no problem throwing that your way and your safe pick. <laughs> Just kidding. Your demanded horror pick every week. Uh, Haunting on Fraternity Row. Sorry, I forgot the dog was in here with me and Addie just came home. When uh, Fraternity's last big luau serves up horrible deaths to its partygoers, the brothers learn firsthand about their house's frightening history. 98 minutes of garbage that Eugene is going to want to watch. Will you relax? You can go say hi to your girl in just a second. Okay, here we go. It's that time of the show again where I get to review a movie. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. What's it going to be? Um... I don't fucking know. Um, Screams of a Winter Night. Oh, shit, he's back already. Damn it. Uh-huh. Huh? Uh-huh. Um, did you read off my choices? No, 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 I did not. I just... Just waiting around. Uh, I had to let one dog out and one dog in, because the idiots can't be in the same... They just... Right. That's the way it's going to be when we're recording at this time of day. I'm going to have kids coming home and... Yeah, I know. What have you. Okay. Uh, that was... Yeah. Back to you? I... Okay. Uh, first up for you is... Tujijo, a.k.a. Your Son. This is from Spain. Hour and 43 minutes. Uh, directed by Miguel Angel Vivas. When her, his son is sent to the hospital after being hit by strangers, a father tries to find them regardless of the consequences. It's a drama, and from, obviously, Spain and France. And, okay, so it's probably dealing with grief, and it's probably pretty sad, so probably pretty good. Next up uh, is Mine, <clears throat> directed by Fabio... Guaglioni and Fabio Ricinero. Uh, after a failed assassination attempt, a soldier finds himself stranded in the desert, exposed to the elements. He must survive the dangers of the desert and battle the psychological and physical tolls of the treacherous conditions. 
So that's an hour and 46 minutes. And, um, yep. Okay. And then last, uh, but certainly not least, the Similars makes its triumphant return to the show. <laughs> uh, AKA Los Parasitos, uh, hour and 29 oh, you're on minutes. on the show now. What's up? Say hi, Addy. Oh. Come on. No, no. Come in and say hi. Come here. Oh. You're in. You're on. I didn't know what you were doing. It's Tuesday. It's been like Thursday, Saturday. No, it hasn't. It's been Tuesday for Eugene. How months? Years? Years. (laughs) Oh, if she's nervous about being on camera, it's frozen. You're frozen on. You you said I need to tell you something very important. So not important. Why don't you just tell me right now? What's up? It'll take me forever I'll... to explain it. What? What? Just tell me. Um, can you please just do this? I don't be rushed. Okay. So, I have to copy and print out a colored paper that I didn't know about for my science thing, because I guess there's more than just my math. Can I go to Grandma's after CrossFit tonight? Because she has a copier and a colored paper. I don't care. Good God. I'm... <laughs> Dog scratching himself. Somewhere in the corner, I heard a ching, 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 ching. I'm like, that's a dog scratching himself or licking himself. Yes, yes the dog was scratching himself. Oh, man, I wish I could do that right now. <laughs> I'm at such a disadvantage right now. <laughs> Say whatever you want. <laughs> I guess, but you got to be quiet. And can you listen to music on... Oh, and listen to music on your headphones so you can't hear me? Okay, we'll do that the entire time you're in here. Oh, this is... What this? kids? Holden's in the living room. Uh, I'll tell her to walk up. She can walk up by herself. She probably has volleyball practice afterwards. Okay, while Eric's now doing... Now you're going to go in and out? While Eric's doing this, I'm going to just start reviewing a movie because... <laughs> why not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is not my fault. You can't blame this on me. Screams you, wanted to, you picked the start time today, and now here we are. You had to take a nap because of your wiener, and now this. <laughs> She left the room for that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) She was not in the room. But now she's going to come back in the room and bang the door again after she goes to the bathroom. And uh, then I told her she had, yeah, put your headphones in because daddy says naughty words and things. Uh, Oh, this is going to be fun. I'll take mine. The the similars. I am. Oh, I watched that trailer and it just makes me angry. Uh, (laughs) And then you give me two other hour, 45 minute movies that are subtitled. Probably you prick. Uh, I'll take mine. Wait, what? You're not going to take the similars? No, I'm not. Hell no. <laughs> well, wait, I didn't even read off the uh, synopsis. Who cares? I'm not picking it ever, I don't think. Uh... I might be coming your way next week. Okay, let's, can we at least on this stupid movie have a moratorium of that no two weeks in a row of the similars? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Rom-com and the... You are... <laughs> there's so many movies on Netflix I want to watch. Okay, what about you? What do you want? Um, uh, There's so many movies I want to watch on Netflix, too, so therefore I'll take The Haunting of whatever oh. fraternity thing. <laughs> I'm not going to feel bad about it because you had two rock-solid picks. Uh, it, But I had... See, this week's was really good, and last week's that um, Await Further Instructions was pretty good, too, so I'm like, I'm, I'm willing to take a, you know... I'm willing to be a bit okay, risky with my unprotected movie choices. <laughs> I mean, as you are, if it'd be 1978 and 42nd Street. Yeah. Uh, exp- 
that exposed. I might actually watch that one this week, one way or the other. I watched the trailer for it. It looked pretty interesting. And I like Keanu. Tell you what, I will let you watch that as your roulette if you also watch the similars. Deal? Ooh. <laughs> I'll still watch Haunting on Shit. Fraternity. <laughs> How long is the similars? Only an hour and 29 minutes. Um, it's a science fiction horror movie. It's, uh. No, no, don't, don't, don't read the description. The, the description's bullshit. <laughs> I, I watched the trailer and it's supposed to be set in the 50s, but they shot an HD and put a bunch of crappy Instagram filters on it to make it look crackly filmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet it's going to be something. Ah, but that mine looked pretty good. Uh, how long is exposed? Uh, hour and 46 minutes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait, I think. Hold on. Um, we're, once again, we're back to doing math. It's... Yeah, yep, about an hour and 45, right around there. Next week on the roulette, it will be mine up against uh, Haunting of Fraternity Row. Ooh, that was close. That was close. Uh, That similar almost hit me right in the head. If Exposed had been 90 minutes, I might have gone on that, just so I never have to hear the words, the similars, ever again. (laughs) What if the movie's so good that you end up buying the Blu-ray? If there is a (laughs) Blu-ray release... And then, as I have done many times on this show, I will eat all the crow in the world about a movie that I thought looked like crap, and it was actually awesome. I have no problem doing that. I have no pride. Uh, as even the first 30 minutes of the show have proven, have sh- showcased, actually. Uh, is there any chance that Haunting of Fraternity Row is going to be good? I don't care. You you get mad if I don't throw horror movies, so there you go. That's a new one on Netflix. It is, it is. Yep. That's your baby. Uh, okay, are you ready to go on? We're going to do a big review epi- episode this week. Yes. Are you ready for that? Yep. Let me just get... I did think that there was some, uh, like, one rabbit trail thing that I went to... Oh, yeah, so real quick, just one rabbit trail. Go for it. Um, so we got Captain Marvel coming out this Friday, or Thursday, I would imagine. Um, what... Do you think how how much do you think it's going to make opening weekend? Uh, I I don't I don't know hundred million. I, they, these things always bank. Yeah, I don't I, know why this would be any different. Have you heard otherwise? Or no, something? oh no, I just it's these Marvel movies seem to do so good that like it, they always surprise me. Like I I honestly wasn't expecting I wasn't as into it back when Avengers: Infinity War came out, but. I couldn't believe how much it made the first weekend. I'm like, what? Wait, really? That much? I don't so- think it will do that much, but, uh, but that was the culmination of the whole MCU. Yeah. Whereas this is the next step, and everybody's like, what in the world are they going to do in Endgame? So, you know, this is going to be a stepping stone to that. So I think it'll be just fine. It might have a little bit of pullback because, like an Ant-Man, you know? Or, I mean, those Ant-Man movies do good, but they don't do, like, Avengers yeah. So it might have a little uh, less. I don't want to say a little less because it's the first. Isn't it the first female-led Marvel movie? Yeah. So there's that. You've also got the rabid. Uh... <laughs> All I mean, you say is be quiet. All you gotta say is be. What it is is Demi's got something, and he just sits there and screams. He doesn't take it from her. He just screams. 
And there goes Eric. Okay, Screams of a Winter Night. This is the Code Red slash Dark Force movie uh, that Banana Man finally got around to releasing in Dave DeFalco. And um, I got my hands on a copy of it. And it's an anthology movie from the late 70s. Uh, They... I'll tell you what, they've, they've created a sort of high demand for the movie, even though the movie is complete and total shit, uh, because I did watch it, but their way of, uh, their release method with this movie is hysterical. They'll, uh, Dark Force will, they'll, like, just open the, the online store for, like, two hours at a time in just the weirdest random times, like, midnight! And, okay, it's available, 200 copies, and then people are scrambling to buy copies of Screams of a Winter Night, and then uh, then they sell their 200 because there's a high demand for it, and <laughs> then people online are just furious that they can't get their hands on this movie that is not good at all. Uh, but um, Are you yeah. one of the furious people? No, I have it. I bought it. <laughs> nope. Happy mm. as a lark. Uh huh. Yep, I bought that. With that was the one that I bought along with. See what uh, what Dark Force does. <clears throat> so it was like 200 copies of it in in a single release, or they they pair it up with another movie that's probably shitty, um, and then they try to sell sell them that way for like 40 some dollars. So I actually I bought Screams of Winter Night and the Red Baboon ass movie Shockma together. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll review Shockma later. <laughs> uh, but Screams of a Winter Night, um, it's every anthology story in the movie. Basically, these this gaggle of awful actors get together get together in a cabin to um, drink beer and sit around and do nothing, uh, and then tell not scary stories. And all of the stories are you are you reviewing it now? Oh, I'm gonna, yeah, I, yeah, I was expecting you to be gone for a little while. Or should we just put a pause on that and, or is the show already fucked? Or what, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know, you're talking, I'm just listening. I'm like, what's he doing? He's like, I'll review that later, and then he starts reviewing. <laughs> no, Shockma will be, well, I'll get to Shockma later. Okay. Let's get back on our rabbit trail of Captain Marvel. I think we Oh, be, okay, uh, okay. We should wrap that up, that little trail. Okay. So, I'll, we'll leave people in, and, you know, with, Beta breath on my final review of Screams of a Winter Night. Yeah. Yep. We'll do that later. Yeah. Uh, so do you, what do you think about Captain Marvel? Are you excited by the trailer? I mean, are you like running to see, I, you just did your whole MCU thing. So maybe you're a little more amped than me. Yes. But I, 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 haven't, I haven't been blown away by any of the trailers. And like most of these, I'll just wait until home video. Yeah. Well, we're actually, we're heading to Florida for a couple days uh, to, uh, work on a property that we're going to be renovating. And uh, so we're like, no babysitter. Grandma's going to be up here watching the kids. I'm like, oh, we are going to go watch that. So we're going to see it opening weekend. Otherwise, I don't think we would have. I I would have right. waited. But because we don't have to get a babysitter and we're down there anyway, we'll probably one night just chill and watch a movie. And that's the so, movie right there. There's nothing else on right now that I would be interested in seeing. So it's just the two of you going. Yep. Oh, you lucky bastard. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, this is going to be, we're literally, like, we're we're flying out early, and then it's going to be hit the ground running. We've got a whole bunch of things to do in a very, very, very short amount of time, but we figured that if we're not completely dead tired by night, we'll go and catch this movie. Nice. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know if I told you or not, but we're going to Florida, too, for a week. That's very cool. What made you decide on 
uh, our neighbor's relative has a place down there and they go every year and they've invited us for a couple years in a row and we've always kind of turned them down because of the hall and we, this year we're like we haven't been on vacation in four years or some shit so well yeah let's go i don't care if i have to sleep on a couch or something let's let's do it and so we're gonna do it now my new job is not so oppressive that it's ex- it was extremely hard for me to take time off like that because mm. somebody had to be there to fill in for me 24 hours a day yeah and now I can take off and it doesn't disrupt anybody's work whatsoever. I mean, I, I put in a vacation request. It was approved in five minutes. They're like, go. I don't care. Whatever. Like, oh, nice. Yes. Cause I don't have to get somebody to, you know, cover me. I have a regular job. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, that's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. We're really looking forward to that. So uh, there is going to be a week of no podcasting. Now I, I obviously we're podcasting today, but towards the end of the month or whatever, whenever you guys are gone, I'm guessing we're going to take a, Little hiatus, huh? Maybe. Yes, yes, and that would that doesn't bother me. We can take a week off. Yeah. I don't think anybody else will care about our Eugene growing updates or whatever we do on this stupid show. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have no idea. Something didn't, about you didn't hear a thing up. I said. I, <laughs> no, you got the look on your face because I said something real funny, and you were like, "Ha ha 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 ha!" That's funny. I think. Cause Good one. All I heard was Klingon speak. Yep. <laughs> You'll enjoy it when you listen to the show and I fix it. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, now, Captain Marvel, I think there's a chance that could just do like Ant-Man money, which is still great. Or it could do Gangbusters, Wonder Woman money, which would be fantastic. Uh, but the Avengers Endgame, that one, that that's going to do Infinity War money again. You can mm-hmm. just count on that. Can't wait for that. I'm, I would not be surprised if that's like a $200 million opening weekend. Very easily could be. Man, that's crazy. But in a way, that's going to drive people to Captain Marvel, because that's a big stepping stone to Endgame, so you need to... It's almost like three-part... It's a a trilogy. Infinity War, Marvel, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually... I'm not sure if you... I'm sure you know this, but uh, it's interesting how Captain Marvel comes out this weekend, and then... This is Disney-related, and then it's, I think, Dumbo... And then it's Avengers, and then it's Aladdin, and then it's Toy Story 4, and Spider-Man. It's like every couple weeks, Disney has the market cornered for movies. Like, they're pretty much all darn near surefire things. It's weird how they have, they're, a, they're Goliath of the, of the box office. Like, every month they have one or two huge movies coming out. It, it, if it's not Star Wars, it's a, it's Marvel. If it's not Marvel, it's there. You know, Pixar. So I mean, it, we're in March. It's the summer box office starts in April. It, they just keep yeah. extending it. And Wonder Woman did good at, at a earlier time, so why that people will go see it if it's good. It's also mm-hmm. becoming the Hollywood is becoming just Disney. Because they've bought out so many studios. Yeah. Um, they got Marvel. They've got 21st Century Fox now, or they're in the process of doing yeah. that. Eventually, it's just going to be the United States of Disney, and we'll yeah. just all work for them. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. A24, yeah. I think they bought A24. Oh. Yeah. I think that, I think, don't quote me on that, because all of a sudden A24 will call me and, how dare you say that on Movie Freaks? Don't. <laughs> uh, is you don't think they're going to try and temper them or anything. Cause I just saw the trailer today for the guy that did hereditary, his new one. Yeah. Did you see that trailer? Yes. That 
I'm oh, there. Yep, oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. I don't know. I, I, I that might just be there a little. Like you guys keep doing your thing, but I thought that that Fox deal included a twenty four. I'm almost certain of it. So their little Weinstein corner, just please yeah. with less uh, bad touching. Yes, less and rape. L- much less naughty, naughty stuff. <sighs> <laughs> ah, Harvey's always bringing the party down. Okay, do you want to do recently watched? We were going to yes. do a big review show, and we're already getting on in time. I know. Oh, and I'm getting texts about oh, crying out loud. Okay. We're having a, a cookie discussion. Like, my wife and I are going back and forth about this. Uh, homemade cookies and what to do with them, and I, like <sighs> movie freaks. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like your Great. conversation with, with tacos Ads? or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Tacos. Oh, the Taco Bell deal. Oh, last week there was a Taco Bell thing. Oh, last week. Okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about this week. I was like, yeah. what? I had Taco Bell for lunch, but I didn't talk to you about it. <laughs> uh, well, I gotta go first. So, what? Is, hmm. Big review episode, huh? What do we want to talk about? I mean, it is just stacks of VHS that I'm saving for the speed round, which will be round two. I got some Blu-rays in here, though. Let's start with... How about this one that I just finished up today? Triple Nine. Do you own this one, or how did you... Hi. Mm. Would you like to be on the show? <laughs> I was just waiting on you. Yeah, I asked you a question. Oh, what did you? Oh, I was probably so. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I'll just wait on you. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was waiting too. Was, oh, surely one day he'll answer the question. <laughs> what was the question, sir? Tri- triple nine. Do you own it? Did you? Blind yes, I buy do. It? I have it on Blu-ray. It's great. Great movie. It's, did you blind buy it though? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did too. Loved it. A gang of criminals and corrupt cops plan the murder of a police officer in order to pull off their biggest heist yet across town. Yeah, this was a darn good movie. It had some darker twists and twists and turns than uh, what was the last one we just watched with Gerard Butler? Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. Thank you. It. They had very similar paths. Both of these movies. Mm-hmm. I agree. But this one was just meaner. And, and, it wasn't, Den of Thieves had some fun to it. This was not fun. And I don't mean that as a negative to the movie, I'm just trying to describe the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. Will it stay on my shelf? Oh, absolutely. This was, this was, what was that other one that I was gonna watch again? Brooklyn's Finest, from a couple of years ago. Oh, that's a great movie. I would put all three of these right on the same shelf. Mm. It's just that, I will give the edge to Den of Thieves because it's got that Gerard Butleriness that mm-hmm. oh just makes it more fun. Even if he's a good bad guy or, or a bad guy or a good guy or I don't want to spoil anything about that movie. Not a great cop. Yeah. yeah. Not as bad as the cops in this movie, but wow. Uh, I wish. But this is another one where where things go bad and for everybody involved pretty much. I, I think it's been yeah. a little while since I've seen it. Yes. I give it a thumbs up. It was a blind buy Blu-ray, I think, for like two bucks. And yes, definitely will stay on the shelf and get pulled out every couple of years to, wasn't that good? I should watch that again. Then you go, what? yeah, yep, that's a good, gritty, heat kind of, heat light t- type of movie. But John Hillcote, once again, delivering. Really good cast, too. Casey Affleck got kind of jacked for this role. 
Yes, he did. I remember that. Hilco, did he? Um, oh, he made the road, correct? I, and I don't. I believe he didn't really like that one. No, but that's him, right? No. Oh no, sir. Oh my! Oh, he did. Right, crap. The proposition is what I know him for. Ah, that's the one. Okay, yes. Oh, that's a great movie. I did not like the road. I've watched it twice now. Maybe there's yeah, something I watched, to that. I did like it, but I remember being so it was so depressing that I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever watch that one again. I watched it twice just so I could see if maybe what everybody was saying I was wrong. And no, it's the the same thing still made me mad. It was very well made. It just the guy doesn't teach his kid anything. You're in the apocalypse, and the kid's like, what do we do? I don't know. It's like, dude, everybody's getting murdered left and right. you got to teach your kid how to be brutal, you know, or, you know, to survive. And yeah. The kid was just like an idiot. It would have made sense if they were my kid's age, my boys, but, but, he not, was like, but not if they're Addie's age. 14, yeah. or I don't think he was that old. Maybe he was 13 or 12, but at that age... You would have taught him a lot more. He has been living in the apocalypse for a good amount of his life. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what else has he made? He made another one that I didn't... Lawless, I, which was okay, I guess. I liked that one. I think I liked that one better than you did. That was with Tom Hardy, correct? Yeah. It was yeah, It was okay. It had some good scenes, but the proposition is still where I'm like, ah, you kind of get a lifetime pass, because that movie is amazing. Mm-hmm. And so was this one. So he's um, two for four for me. <laughs> but I still, every time I see Hillcoat, I'm like, yep, I'm in. Yeah. What's the next movie he's making? I thought that he was working on something. I mean, this guy is all over the place. After triple, I mean, shorts, video shorts, episodes of TV series. Right now it looks like he's on TV. Did an episode of Black Mirror. Oh, cool. You know what? I, rec- I remember seeing his name pop up on one of the episodes. Or Crocodile. I heard about that. Crocodile? A woman interviews various people using a device that allows her to access their memories. That was a good episode. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was uh, somebody got hurt in the street. She was able to... Do you remember that? There was Somebody got uh, shot in the street and she was able... He was able to... The interviewer was able to use their memories. Oh, and she was reflecting it off the glass or something and was able to pick out who had done what. It was. It was a good episode. Okay, <clears throat> I babbled on long enough about Triple Nine. Back to you. Okay, first up for me is a movie called Lasso from two, uh, from 2018. Uh, four hours long, or an hour and 37 minutes. Um, Sean Patrick uh, Flannery, though. Group, oh, poor, poor, poor Sean Patrick Flannery. I mean, oh, poor guy. Uh, poor guy. I think he's been in... Like, has he been in, um... This looks awesome! The, the cowboy... The cowboy slasher movie, right? Yeah, it looks like Cowboy from Hell. Yeah, it... It was so bad. It, oh, oh, it was so bad. <laughs> oh, this uh, Random people... Uh, one of which is an old lady that smokes her e-cig! It's relevant! It's fucking relevant. So anyway... Don't you smoke an e-cig? Go, yeah, but I'm not like 80 years old yet. It, was, it just looked stupid. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Probably in real life, she, you know, that I could see that, but it looks stupid. Brought to you by, you know, King Pong Cow Isig. And why I said Chinese, I don't know. I, anyway, Lasso. 
Oh, is this um, a Westworld ripoff? Oh, no, 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 no. There is no, like, basically these these people go to this rodeo and watch rodeo type things and then they're supposed to leave, but they don't. And then these rodeo cowboy people shoot up horse tranquilizer and then they go and kill them all. That's the movie. That, did, uh, that, that description did not live up to this poster. No, oh, the poster's awesome. That looks like, you know, Hellboy on a horse. Uh, but this is not that. There's no, there's no fiery whip and fire and it's just, oh, Lord. Oh, it's, <laughs> and the whole way through, I'm like, well, I'm stuck. I'm because of movie freaks. I gotta finish it. Wait, wait. Cause this was not my fault. This was not a roulette. I know, but I was like, well, I know it's gonna, it's shitty. So now I have to keep watching because I want to <laughs> review it. I'm like, damn this show, but God, I love it. <laughs> Oh, and I'm like, I'm bleeding for this show. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm zero stars. Yeah, zero stars. Um, what else did I write? CGI gore. Um, did I mention that an old lady smokes an e-cig? Yeah. yeah, I did. There you go. Yep. <laughs> oh, now is it for that? Uh, should I review something else or? Uh, no, you ready for a speed round? Yes. Uh, what's our timer going to be on this? Uh, was it three minutes the last time or five minutes? I, uh, I think we did. I, I don't know. Do we, I think we've done one of each. What do you want to do? Um, let's do three minutes, I guess. Just plow through some fecal. Oh, it's not necessarily fecal. It's just that these VHS movies, I don't need to talk about them too much. Okay. Are you, are you ready? I'm ready. And Go. Oh, crap. Okay, I wasn't quite that ready. Thelma and Louise is a movie from Ridley Scott that I have never seen. So why not get that one checked off the list? Because I am a fan of the man's work. And it's a pretty decent movie. I don't think I like it as much as everybody else has liked it. Uh, but it's okay. Return of the King from 1979 is the animated film from... I'm probably screwing it up because I've done it before. Ralph Bakshi. No, that sounds or right. Or was it Bankin and Rass? I can't remember. Rankin and Bass, Bankin and Rass, whatever. One of those two, one of those three people had involvement in it, and it was decent. And I will enjoy watching these again, and their very weird art form, uh, just because it's like when you want to watch Lord of the Rings, but you don't want to invest 12 hours, there you got the animated version. You can do it in about three or four. Uh, Sword in the Stone is a movie I remember liking a lot more than I did this time around. This time around, I was not a fan. Uh, just, I don't even remember why. I was just bored. No, thank you. Cyborg is a movie with Van Damme in it that I had watched one time a long ago on VHS, and I didn't really care for it. But I watched this time, and I enjoyed it. And I'm really looking forward to finding part two, because the trailer for that is amazing. Action Jackson is a movie that just Mm. screams to be watched on VHS. It is bonkers dumb and totally enjoyable. I was laughing throughout this whole movie. Who's in this movie? The guy from Predator, Sharon Stone. Carl Weathers, thank you. Sharon Stone. And a bunch of other henchman faces. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things happen in this movie that are very nonsensical and ridiculous, but there was a lot of cocaine in the 80s. Fletch and Fletch Lives are are both movies that deserve to be watched on VHS, and they are hilarious. Chevy Chase, very funny. 
I might have actually liked Fletch Lives a little better than Fletch. Doesn't matter. Both great. Uh, Blind Fury is a kung fu movie with Rutger Hauer. I remember it back in the VHS rental days uh, as being a quite a good, surprisingly good movie. This watch, it's been many, many years. I still really enjoyed the crap out of this movie. It's funnier than I remember, or more comedic than I remember, but I didn't matter. I didn't matter. (laughs) There's our title of the episode. I didn't matter. It didn't (laughs) matter because it was still like an awesome movie. I, I still dug the crap out of it. One Good Cop is a movie with Batman, and he is a cop. He plays by his own rules sometimes, and... Michael Keaton? Yep. Okay. Uh, it was one that was always on the rental shelf, and I never got around to renting while well, I bought the thing, ten for a buck. And you know what? It was perfectly fine for... It was perfectly fine for a late 80s, early 90s kind of cop thrillery thing, and Michael Keaton is just awesome in anything. Comedic or serious or whatever. He... I love that guy. He's great. Okay. Man, you had a bunch of good movies there. That, I mean, that was some solid movie watching. I s- barely scratched my list. <laughs> now, you, you uh, to back up the whole Fletch train here, you liked Fletch Lives better than the first one? I kind of think I did, but they were very close together. I just kind of okay. feel like the sequel most people hate. It is. I... I Okay. Kind of remember that too. I man, I that first Fletch movie is really good. I haven't seen it in so many years. I know I remember nothing of Fletch Lives other than most people it, seem it's, to think it's not as good. It's him in his heyday, and it's awesome. Speaking of Chevy Chase in his heyday, spoiler for coming soon. I got his funniest movie here in the last couple of weeks. Maybe we need to do a breakdown Wait. of him next episode. Oh, I'd like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming you're referring to. Vacation, or Spies Like Us, or Three Amigos. Uh, oh, yeah, great movie. I own that on Blu-ray. I love that movie. I adore that movie. I wouldn't call... Th- I'm not... Dis- uh, Vacation can take a bath. I don't even care for that movie that much, because I've watched it a few times. Eh, it was funny the first time, not so much anymore. It's got a couple of funny moments, but... Um, what were the other ones that you named? Uh, Three Amigos, Spies Like Us. Spies Like Us is hysterical, but I don't think of that as strictly a Chevy Chase movie, because that's a duo. No, Dan Aykroyd. And yeah. same with Three Amigos. I would put Three Amigos above all the movies we've talked about. <laughs> but Three Amigos is great. But that's three dudes. And yeah. Martin Short is amazing. I love that guy. Steve Martin. That's a great movie. All this talk me, and I'm like, ooh, I could totally watch that one again. <laughs> okay, what all did I cover there? Thelma and Louise. Uh, Return of the King. Sword in the Stone. Every time I see... Uh, Mandy's on my list to review. I haven't done it yet, but I did watch that a while back. But every time I see the title, I'm like, Mandy! No? Not a Boston fan? All right, it's fine. Oh, no, I was just thinking, like, no, that's more death metal psychedelic craziness, but I'm like, where, where are you going with that? Oh, well, the, the name of the song is Mandy, so I don't know. I've, yeah, yeah. Dick. <laughs> Fletch lives. Blind Fury. Is that where I ended on Blind Fury? No, no, I ended on the. Uh, let's see. Good cop. Yep, that was it. Okay, and I will have. I'll number those while you're doing yours. Hold on a sec. Let me get my timer up. Wife texting me about car problems because I'm not doing anything. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you 
I got ready for me. I, no, I got to text my niece here. Hold on a sec. Oh, sorry. Pick up the niece from school. I got to text her real quick. Okay. Oh, just a memo to the audience. You're so lucky that I edit this show. Just so lu- you would be so bored yeah. to tears by the. <laughs> the yeah. I try to fill in those gaps, but I can't always. I can't always cover them. No, I don't want to set it for three hours. I want to set it for three minutes. Okay. And your score to beat is, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But you got to at least give us a synopsis yeah. who's in it. You know, give us I agree. not just a title and it sucked. Uh, <laughs> are you ready? Yes, I am. Three, two, one, go. Okay, first up, Daughters of Darkness. This stars Tom Selleck being very mustachy in the 70s and something about a witch. Uh, that possesses his wife for reasons and the painting for reasons. And did I mention he's got a mustache? I think. Well, maybe he doesn't. But regardless, it's Tom Selleck. And <laughs> it's, Your whole review is about his mustache. <laughs> I know. He's, uh, he's, that's a one hot dude back in the day. And for, anyway, uh, Daughter of the Darkness is not good. Um, I it needed to be more witchy instead of more, it was way too much feelings and drama and uh, next up, let's see here. Um, oh, shit, I had some great ones here. Now, um, I'm getting nervous again. Um, Screamers. This is the 1990s Roger. What? No, it's not Roger. Why do I have Roger Corman down here? It's not Roger Corman. I wish. This is awful. Oh, drab and brownish, grayish. Oh, Peter Weller, what were you doing in this thing? Not good. Creature robot thingies that do. Stupid robot thingies. Uh, I did not like that movie. What was it called again? Uh, Screamer. Oh, sorry, you broke up. Yeah, that movie sucks. Next. Yeah. Um, uh, Housewife. This is from the director of Baskin. And it makes no sense. And it's um, something about a lady that goes to a seancey thing, whatever, a cult leader thing, and... It, it, I, I had to give it a half a star because it, there's some special effects in the end, but I'm like, oh, you're being vague just to be vague and you're smarter than the audience and I don't like it when you're, yeah, sucked. Uh, let's get a good one now. Uh, Trench 11. This was a little minor gem on Amazon Prime. Uh, this is a World War One. This is almost like a smaller budget version of Overlord. Uh, set in World War One, where these soldiers go into underground German bunkers uh, because there's some sort of an experiment going on, and we find out what those experiments are, and it's uh, some gory goodness here and there. What they do on a low budget is pretty impressive. I was uh, I was genuinely impressed with the movie. The acting was... You could tell everybody was trying their hardest to make as good of a movie as they could. And this is more, instead of zombies, it's more these wormish, alien-y type creatures that the Germans were working on or some virus type thing, but a couple of good gory bits in it. And that was a good movie. That sounds cool. Um, Yeah. I I was surprised. Um, Don't open the door. And uh, yeah, it should have stayed closed. Um, (laughs) 85 minutes of a, of a real, real, real bitchy lady that has a resting bitch face the entire movie. And some guy is calling her for dumb reasons because for dumb reasons. And then I don't know how it, how did it end? I don't remember. Yeah. Don't open, don't, don't open the door and don't watch the movie. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Oh, run down it? your, that was it. That was the timer. Run down your list again, please. Um, because as soon as I said go, 
everybody and their brother texted me for the next three minutes. It was just a oh, okay. Um, Daughters oh, of Darkness. Shit, was that the witchy thing? Tom Selleck beard, yeah, or mustache beard. Good God, yeah. Daughters of Darkness. Don't open the door. Screamers. Um, wait, wait. Was Screamers, Screamers. Second. Yep. Housewife. I don't know. I mean, I'm. Oh, good God! This is a train wreck. Uh, Trench Eleven. Uh, housewife. Got that. Um, don't know. What was that? Don't open the door. Yeah, that might be it. Five. Oh, Eugene. Wait, wait. I Daughters think that's of Darkness, it. Yeah. Screamers, Housewife, Trench Eleven, Don't Open the Door. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've, I was trying to give proper reviews. Oh, you're fine, of, you're fine. Instead of, I watched the porn, zero, five, or three stars. I gotta do better than that, Eugene. That's fine, that's fine, you're fine. It's all fine. It, it's just, it's just typical. I'm, I go to record and everybody, then everybody's, all hell breaks loose everywhere. Wife is texting me about the car. I, I, this can wait. This does not have to happen in the next 15 minutes. Okay. I mean, I could do another speed round, but uh, I guess we only got 15 minutes left. We should try and talk about some of these. Yeah. How about I do a round of John Candy? We just had the anniversary, the 25th anniversary of his death, and I've been buying, snapping up his uh, movies, his filmography on VHS wherever I come across him lately, and I just come across him a lot lately. I just bought one the other day. Uh, Canadian Bacon. I've never seen that one. Uh, oh, isn't, uh, that, was that directed by Michael, Michael Moore. Moore? Yeah. Yeah. But I've been checking out some that I've missed throughout my life, like Uncle Buck, is the first one I'll talk about. I've never seen that movie. It's a classic to a lot of people. Me, I loved it. Uh, the first time I watched it was here in the last couple months. <laughs> and it's a pretty good movie. I dug it. Uh, John Candy is just so damn lovable and funny. Yeah. He is just great. Uh, the Great Outdoors was one that I had watched a few times growing up, and I had always really dug that movie. I found it on VHS, picked it up for a dime or something. This movie completely holds up. It's awesome. Hello? Oh, my lord. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I guess so. We'll be fine. Yes. All right, I'll come down. Well, do you want me to come down at 5? or? But you don't usually come out till like, 5.45. Okay, I'll be down a little after 5. All right. Love you, bye. Uh, great outdoors. It uh, anyway. Back to that. Uh, yeah. it completely holds up. It's still as funny as ever. It's I forgot how much of a dick what's his name is in that movie. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. His character is such a dick. Yes, oh. I hated him in that movie. I remember there were raccoons that speak to each other or something in the end. Yes, and they subtitled They're the raccoons. Subtitled yeah. And, yep. And they make more sense than you just did. All you are. Yep. That was great. Armed and dangerous. A fired cop and useless lawyer sign up as security guards and find they've joined a corrupt union. Have you ever seen this one? Yes, but it's been since the VHS days. I don't remember anything about it. And I feel like I did too, but I didn't remember a whole lot while I was actually watching it. But John Candy, Eugene Levy, Meg Ryan, Brian James. I mean, there's a lot to like in this movie. Yeah. 
And it's not as funny as his other stuff, but again, John Candy, being his big giggly self, he is just awesome. I can't wait to watch that, what was that, that Canadian Bacon. I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. I think it got, uh, I thought there was something else I had got recently, but I guess not. Still, one of his funniest roles is the Thanksgiving movie. No, oh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. There you I go. love that movie. So good. So good. Anyway, there's a couple of John Candy movies for you. Back to you. Okay. Uh, I watched Scream again. This is not, this is not the boring Western from 1981. Western, not the boring horror. Okay. Back to train up. That's not even working at all. Boo, you don't even blah, have blah, an blah, excuse. Okay. You don't have phones and, and texting know, going I'm off. Just, You're just watching looking, the train wreck yeah. on the other side of the sky. Yes. So, well, so there is a, a, a scream from 1981 that I reviewed a long time ago where nothing happens and it's kind of enjoyable from Code Red. Um, this is the Wes Craven scream, uh, because that's a good movie, right? Mm, let's just say I also watched Valentine, which was like the last dying breath of those, the resurgence of the self-aware slasher movies. And Valentine was better than this. I this doesn't hold up. I I like Urban Legends better than this. I especially I know what you did last summer. I like those better than this. It's it's good, but it's far too long. Far far too long in an hour and fifty one minutes. This is a slasher movie, and it should be slasher movie runtime. The beginning is great, but the comedy doesn't hold up. It, I, I get it. It's from the mid nineties, and it is a product of its time. But man, the rewatchability on this is. Not there. I didn't like Nev Campbell. Uh, what I did like, though, is I still really like the twist ending of. I'm. I mean, if you haven't seen Scream now, give me a break. Uh, the the two killers, it, which is uh, Matthew Lillard, and, which he steals the show. He's probably my favorite character in the whole movie, and Skeet Ulrich, which is uh, kind of a cheaper version of Johnny Bud- Depp. Budget Johnny Depp, yeah. Uh, yeah, but he's cool. I like, I've always liked Skeet Ulrich, and it's because of this movie. Uh, they're really good as the killer duo and why they're doing it. I, I dug all that. Uh, but man, it doesn't hold up. I don't like Courtney Cox and you know, Deputy Dewey or whatever his name is, Dewey. Is that, yeah, Deputy Dewey, David Arquette. Uh, and I was actually thinking, you know what? I might rewatch the whole Scream series. Mm, nope, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> Part one, I'm all done. I think we've said all we need to say about yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, Ghostface or whatever with part one. Valentine, I'm going to review Valentine. Have you ever watched Valentine? No, but for uh, before you go to uh, Scream, you've watched it a lot. Didn't you own that on Laserdisc? Yes. I see. Yeah. Yes. So you've yes. seen this many, 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 many times. It, yes. Yeah, it was a very much a product of the 90s, and it does not hold up so great. It, it's yeah. great on the first watch, and after it that, is. it it also kind of isn't its fault. It fell victim to that thing of being uh, parodied so much that yeah. everybody, you, you're sick of it. Yep, I agree. And especially because, like, you know, I know what you did last summer, Urban Legends, and Val- like, there's there's this string of, of kind of knockoffs, but I'll, I'll take... I know what you did last summer as an example. That was played much more uh, as a straight up slasher movie than without the, not near the self-referential stuff in it or trying to be witty and a shorter runtime. And I, I think that I know what you did last summer still holds up. I watched it not that terribly long ago and I'm like, that's a, that's a good 90s slasher movie. 
I don't know. This this one here, it's just just too long, and I I don't know why. Maybe it was just the when I watched it there this last time. I'm like, I'm not feeling it. This is just not. Oh, I don't disagree with you. I, I I've I've been saying this for a while. Yeah. Oh, and just I'm talking about when you know, Nev Campbell. Would you, would you settle for a PG-13 rated relationship? I'm like, <laughs> oh. And I, I haven't seen I Know What You Did Last Summer in a long time, but I would really like to revisit it because of my reaction to Urban Legend when I watched that. Uh, was it last Hollow or was it the one before? I can't remember now. I was just surprised how well that movie held up. I was expecting yeah. garbage, and I was, whoa, this is actually pretty yeah. good. It's just weird how now looking back, like I think Scream is probably about one of my least, if not my least favorite of those. Uh, now, granted, I didn't watch Scream two, three, and well, not four was a lot later, but I didn't watch the other, the other Scream sequels in a long. I mean, actually, part three I haven't seen since the theater, and part two I think I watched once on DVD. But I own the Blu-ray. It was getting to the point of, oh. Didn't you know I'm the cousin's brother's sister's best exactly. friend of the Nev Campbell character, and uh, yeah. she was kind of cute. That's why I'm gonna kill for what? What? Yeah. What? I couldn't tell you anything about any yeah. of the sequels, and I know I've seen two and three multiple times. Yeah, but when uh, when Skeet Ulrich and uh, and Matthew Lillard are stabbing each other, that was probably my favorite part of the whole movie yep. because it's it's gory and it's act it's genuinely funny. Like that part there, I'm like now that was well done and they had their plan like that's a cool unique thing yeah. but it just doesn't hold up nope. uh, to me uh, Valentine I want to review that because this you know Scream Begat Valentine uh, this was pretty much the last of those movies and this came out in 2001 this was uh, January I've never even heard of this movie yeah this is Jamie Blanks directed this which he also directed Urban Legend uh, and this had the unfortunate honor of being released, uh, January 3rd. Oh, I do uh, remember I believe... this. I haven't seen it, but I remember it being released. Um, you know, I, this, it's odd. Um, I thought that this was released after, uh, 9-11, but it wasn't because I know that the studio, man, I thought this was released. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. This was released after there was a, a school shooting, if I'm not, if I remember correctly. And they self-edited, like Jamie Blanks self-edited the movie. Like he cut down the violence substantially. Columbine, maybe? It may have been Columbine, actually. Um, here, having said that though, this is still a pretty decent straight up slasher movie. Uh, that, hold on. Columbine happened April 20, 1999. Valentine was released February 2001. 2, 2001. That would have been mid-production. Okay. Because it was... They, they definitely... I know... I mean, I remember this. They they made this... It's almost bloodless. And this would have been a really solid slasher movie had this been much more violent. But it just... It feels neutered. This one also has a feeling of like... of it, A product of its time where you can tell we are now entering the very early... Uh, 2000s. Just like the whole thing revolves around speed dating and like, so the internet is not, social media is not a huge thing. All of that stuff is not big. So it's like these people, these ladies are doing these online or like these, these dating service things. And of course there's the, in the beginning when they're all young, they, whatever, they all treat this nerdy kid like shit in high school. So of course he's going to come back and get his revenge. The mask is cool in this movie. Uh, it's a slash, it's a, 
straightforward slasher movie. Uh, there was some, there are some good kills, I think, that would have been even better had they been more gruesome. Uh, the, uh, there's this, the main guy in it, the one boyfriend, David. Borneas. Oh, I'm gonna, yes. Uh, he was big in, uh, Angel. Angel. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Denise Richards is in it, and she's just beautiful in this movie. Uh, you know, I, it, it was a fun movie. I, I enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. And I saw this in the theater, and I was, Thoroughly disappointed when I saw it in the theater. I remember being like, "Ah, like this. This is supposed to be a slasher movie, and it's bloodless." Well, when you temper your expectations and coming off a scream, I'm like, uh, "At least they're not." Tra- it's it still doesn't quite work. It's not like an early '80s slasher movie, but I'm like, "Ah, eh, it's still for what it is." I had a good time, and the shorter runtime definitely helps as well. And Jamie Blanks, like the behind the scenes stuff, like. That dude seems like a legit cool guy. Everybody likes Jamie Blanks. Whoever works with Jamie Blanks all has these just huge positive things to say about this guy. And I wish he'd still be making movies. I don't know what happened to him. I don't think he's made a movie since Valentine. Oh, my. That's a while. Uh, oh, no, he did. He did. He did. He did Storm Warning, which was fantastic. And then right after that, Long Weekend, which was a remake of... Um, uh, Go on, fall weekend. break, a fall break. Is it that no. one? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, a remake of Long Weekend. Oh, oh. Yeah, from the 70s. Uh, oh, with, uh, where they went on the island? and Jim Caviezel's in it, yeah. it's Which is actually a pretty decent movie. Huh. Anyway. Interesting. Where would you put that one with those other 90s slashers, Urban Legend? And- uh, I think that, uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer is my favorite, and um, I've actually even come around on I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, it's bad, but it's, again, it's straight up slasher and I like that. I would say that Valentine might be number two. Uh, the, that mask is creepy and it, I like the cast. Like I, I like the cast. It's got a little bit of a twist ending and so it might be number two, but all of those movies have dated themselves so poorly. Urban Legend is really good though and Jennifer Grey is, wait, Alyssa, no, for crying out loud, Eugene. <laughs> Jennifer, uh, Rebecca Gayhart is yeah. great in Urban Legend. Mm-hmm. This storm warning, uh, I've never even heard of that one either. Oh, I reviewed it on the show, I think. Oh, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's an awesome movie. And here's what's interesting about that one is he made that after Valentine. That movie is so gleefully over-the-top gory. It's so mean-spirited and it's so gory that... I can only assume that he's like, oh, right, you fuckers. I'm going to make the most <laughs> gory thing that I possibly can because I'm done being censored. I pulled it back for you that one time because of that nasty mm-hmm. thing, but now it happens every other weekend, so go F yourselves. Yeah. Anyway, but, yep. That's it for me. I've yabbled all. No, 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 no. You, I, I did three. You can do another one. Oh, all right. I'll do one I'm, more. I'm way ahead of you. Then You do one more, and then we'll do coming soon and wrap it up. Okay. Let's wrap it up with a uh, shitty movie, shall we? Uh, the Godsend. One that I was expecting to quite like from 1980. Uh, British movie about uh, this little girl that this family adopts and she turns out to be an evil kid that is... Um, no. No, here's how you don't make a movie. Uh, I'm going to spoil the movie. Fair warning. This was on a, a double feature with uh, The Lamp. Uh, the lamp? Well, also known as the outing. But the lamp? A, I mean, now we're really reaching for scary things. <laughs> yeah, it's a, well, it's a, a genie out of a magic, you know, you, 
and do the rubby thing and out pops the, in that case, a big plastic creature type looking thing. But anyway, that's, that's for another time. I'll review, uh, the outing another time. Uh, The Godsend is the other movie on there. Uh, so these are the, like, you know, you know, when you watch these movies to where the parents make, like, no one, no one is that stupid in real life. They make the stupidest decisions the whole way through. Yeah. That's this movie. So this weird witchy lady, uh, has a, like, take me in for some stupid reason. And then she has her baby out, plops the baby. And then the <laughs> next morning she's gone, <laughs> the next morning she's gone. So let's adopt this little blonde hair baby. So they adopt the baby. Not, not wait, wait, the, wait, 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 wait. The mom shows up, gives birth and leaves. Yeah, the next morning leaves okay. because stupid reason. No, I mean it's because she's a witch or whatever. So then, basically, the whole movie is this little girl growing up and murdering the kids. Like the there's, I think they have one, two, three. Is it four kids? Uh, they have four kids, and she just as the years go on, she just murders them because she's evil. And the mom defends, you know, they, they're stupid parents. Like no, 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 no. It's fine. It's not her. It's not her. Even though her shit's laying around where the kid died. And finally, the dad, in the end, the dad's like, wait a minute, this kid's evil, and um, you're not going to kill my our, our oldest daughter. Um, but she does. She she kills the oldest daughter, and then... Um, this all sounds right up your alley of, I mean, witchy oh, stuff and knocking kids off and... Furious. Furious with this movie, because the parents were so so stupid. Um, and then the mother still supports the, like, no, but it wasn't her fault. So the mother leaves the husband and, oh, I'm furious to talking about this fucking movie. So the mother saddles up with the little bitchy blonde hair, whatever, and the dad, he goes about his, the end. Oh, and then at the very end, we see the witchy woman, uh, she's pregnant again, and she's following this mother and her kids to her their house because she's going to shit out another kid and then it's gonna be whatever stupid <laughs> stupid oh I was, I was so angry I was so I was swearing at this movie but I'm not gonna finish it because that's what I do <laughs> it is what, what I do. do it will yes. be on your gravestone it was a shitty movie but damn it he finished it <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of encompasses my life yeah. is it's a shitty movie yeah but, <laughs> but, but he, he finished, finished it, it. <laughs> no not necessarily strong he just he finished it <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Strong, weak. He endured the whole thing right to the oh, bitter end. Yeah. Yep. Right <laughs> to that hard kick to the kick to the dick. <laughs> you might not have made it to that third round of karate, but <laughs> oh, he did finish that movie. Oh. Okay, coming soon. <laughs> uh, I watched Forky's today. Oh. Uh, enough. Now we're right back to whole Dick Yankin stuff again. <laughs> oh yeah, yes we are. <laughs> I love that movie. I, it was. It was. I'm not going to review it tonight, but let's just say the first part of that movie was abrasively racist and alarming. Uh, was it really? Oh, oh my goodness! I was like, whoa! I have not seen this in a long time. It's a good thing he said it in the '50s, where you that language you mm. can maybe that's the language of the time. But that is not uh, the parlance of today, and luckily everybody in the end learns a lesson about life and love, but, and comes around. Are you referring but, to the Jewish stuff? There, I remember there was a Jewish character in the movie. And African-American stuff, and yeah, oh, wow, really? oof. Huh. Uh, but I watched it. Uh, Porky's 2, the next day, is currently in the VHS player, and I will be finishing that up later today. 
And the next up will be Porky's Revenge, because I've got all of them. I think there's only three, right? God, I hope so. Yes. Anyway, they're yeah. uncomfortably raunchy and, yeah. and out of place, but uh, kind of funny from time to time. They have I recall some that in bits. Porky's Revenge, Meat, I think Meat's kind of fat in that one. I kind of remember Meat gets... I, he's already kind of pudging up in part two. Yeah. I don't think I've, three, he... I've seen more than the first one, so that's pretty interesting. Uh, I, I'm going to... Another string of VHS... Oh, I've been watching some more Blu-rays, but I, another string of VHS... I mean, I've got comedies, action... I, oh, I was going to review... For my final review tonight, was going to be... Full Circle, Bloodsport 3. Because I got hmm. that on VHS and I watched it, but I guess that will kick off my recently watched next time. Lots of VHS tapes! What do you got coming soon, sir? Uh, I've got a box set of Faces of Death... Because uh, reasons, uh, so I'll be watching those. Um, Tales from the Crypt, uh, seasons one through seven. So, oh, I'm it's going to be TV tear. Uh, I'm going to just kind of henpick that through that series. Um, Star Trek Discovery. I've got one more episode to watch on that. And uh, spoiler alert: it's awesome. Um, what else do I got coming up? Prince of Darkness, I got the 4K UK release of that one, uh, which is going to be fantastic. I can't wait for that. Westworld Season 2, Tales from the Dark Side TV series, Friday the 13th TV series. Oh, Oh, I forgot. Umbrella Academy Season 1. I finished Mm. that up. Oh, that... uh, Don't let me forget. That's one of the things I got to review first up next time. Oof. Do I have thoughts about that show? Sorry. Carry on. Um, oh, I forgot about the last uh, city of Z. Oh, you did. I saw. Oh. You, you should. Yeah. I'm, I'll, how about this? I'll cut my. Um, I'll cut my coming soon short. Why don't you quick review no, that? No, 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 no. Oh, we don't have enough time. <laughs> that uh, needs no proper, uh, proper, proper attention. Surgery. Yes. Yes. Surgery. Um, <laughs> Yes. But uh, anyway, I'm, I am already enjoying Tales from the Crypt. I wish that they would be remastered. They are, uh, the quality is, uh, it's pretty bad, but that's fine. I mean, they're, they're still, I'm amazed at the directors and the actors that they got involved in that show. It is incredible. Like I watched one last night with Tim Roth. I'm like, man, that is one young Tim Roth, but they're all cool, you know, one of those shows where it had just tons of those actors. It was, what, what was the joke at, in Hollywood? At one point, you have to do a Star Trek because everybody's in Star Trek. Well, it's same with all those, the Outer Limits and and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, uh, and I'm sure that there are some movies sprinkled throughout there. Uh, oh, Curse Three: The Sacrifice. That uh, I'm getting that from uh, that Scorpion. So that's in my way. That's an African voodoo movie, which. Ooh, I mean, that's you're preaching to the choir there. African voodoo. So, Curse One and Two are good. Uh Curse One had Will Wheaton in it, and that was okay. Um, and Curse Two was the snake arm thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I kind of think they were good. I remember the Will Wheaton one. I love seeing. Yeah, that. you do a little uh, too much. I know, it's not funny at, at all. It's funny when Stewie no, no, says it, it on Family Guy, but not is, when Eugene says it on... Uh, no. Um, it is funny. I'm just busting your... I'm just busting your balls. Because yeah, they need more attention. 
I wish I'd have hands like that were snakes. Uh, oh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, your Skype is a mess, and I don't know what else to say other than snake hands. Yep, and that. you're a disaster. Too much now, and now it's now it's not funny anymore. No, it's all right. I'll cut it and make it funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <sighs> I'm Eric Marner. I guess. Oh, this... Do you want to try it? Funny. We were... I mean, oh, we're well beyond that. I my balls hurt. I... There's that. <laughs> Literally, I'm not joking either. They throb. I'm Eugene Weaver. I'm going to hit stop I believe now. you're... No, no, don't hit stop. I believe you're telling the truth. I, I don't oh, doubt no. you. It's just the, the intimate detail. I feel like I'm yeah. cupping them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like like Daniel Craig sitting on a, sitting on a chair without, with a hole in the bottom, and just, there's this Frenchman behind me just, just winding up with a sock with some golf balls, and it just... Racking me right down there in the scrotum. <laughs> down there in the scrotum. He's like, "How are you going to end the show? How are you going to do it?" A little bit more of a, I've got a, a little bit more of an itch there to the right. He's like, woof, wind woof, me up and woof. kabang, bang, and that's how we end the show right there, folks. <laughs> With a bang. Yep. All See right. you next time. Bye. for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.